Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey you, I hope you're doing well and thank you so much for tuning in to the Mimi B Podcast. Just a little pre-warning before we get into today's episode, this was recorded in December. I know, so long ago. Let's just say that there were some tech issues um, on my side. Uh, We couldn't find this file and a few others from my LA live podcast tour for a few (laughs) months. Um, My team has recovered them, so I'm very happy. But I'm going to be posting a few episodes that I hadn't posted yet from December. I know you guys don't mind, but I just wanted to tell you that this was recorded then, so... We do discuss 2020 goals, which may not have too much to do with March, uh, end of March, early April, but, you know, I want you to still take everything that Maddie and I say in this episode to heart because goal setting is not just for January 1st. Goal setting is for every single day of the year and always being mindful of your goals and wanting to better yourself even if it's not a Monday, even if it's not a January 1st, even if it's not the first of a month. Um, It's really important. So just, you know, make sure to take notes in this episode or just remember what we're saying here because it's some really powerful stuff. Maddie is a good friend of mine. She is a social media influencer and she has her own clothing line that she's developing. She is a really, really great girl and I'm super pumped to have her on again. Um, I'm going to be on her podcast next week, uh, beginning of April, uh, The Sister Diary. It's her and Lauren, uh, her sister that, that hosts that show. It's a really great show if you're into all things, you know, sister chat, health, wellness, all that stuff. So go check that out when that's live. I'm sure I'll repost it on here as well. But yeah, all in all, enjoy today's episode and I love you guys all. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mimi B podcast. I don't know why I have an accent there, but we're just gonna, (laughs) all right. We're here today with Maddie Orlando. Hello. We did a podcast like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I went on to your podcast, The Sister Diary, and we chatted about all things like health and wellness and entrepreneurship. And then you and your sister, Lauren, came on to the Mimi B podcast a few Mm -hmm. months ago as well. We spoke about like very general things like about being an influencer and you know being in this industry and just like general wellness stuff but Mm -hmm. today we are in the LA studio and it's just Maddie and I and we're gonna kind of get into some more depth with our topics of I guess you know social media wellness like being a girl in her young 20s just trying to figure it out and you know Maddie and I were getting our nails done together (laughs) earlier this week and um, or last week and you know we were talking about how so many people, um, especially our age, like just don't have it figured out. And not like we need to, but we kind of want to talk about what works for us and like Mm -hmm. kind of the experience that we've gone through up to this point. For sure. Yeah. So Maddie, where like with the social media thing, like where do you, where do you think it's going? Like in a bigger picture kind of concept? I think for me at this point, I'm trying to build out businesses From social media. So we kind of talked about this when we were getting your nails done. But I think with social media, you're the business. So, of course, there's only so far that you can take that. And I think the best influencers are the ones that are able to transition and have those things. So whether you 
act or work in a more traditional industry or if you have your own business, I think that's always the best thing. And then, of course, if you're promoting your own products on social media, that's an added benefit. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am moving toward and I think is a smart way to do it so that you're not constantly just posting photos and um, promoting other people's products. Mm -hmm. I kind of always want to be building my own thing and then I'm able to talk about that on my social media. Mm -hmm. Longevity, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you got to keep in mind. And I think that's something that I used to not have in mind. Like I used to just think like, oh, like this is working now. But then the second you start realizing like, okay, what, what does the future hold, right? Like, it's very unpredictable too. Like mm-hmm. who knows? I think there's like the new apps that pop up all the time, like TikTok, for example. Maybe that'll be the new thing. And you do have to adapt with social media even. Like get on TikTok, get on TikTok, get on YouTube. Um, but also you never know what'll happen to those apps. So I think by having your own thing going on on the side that you can, of course, like lace into your social media, that's something that exactly like you said, you can have longevity with. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's tough because so many people feel like they don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. You know, like if someone listening right now wants to get into the social media thing, wants to be an entrepreneur, like whether that's, you know, do Instagram or not, like they just want to do their own thing. I think we're seeing such a you know, a a tradition now changing that people want to actually go do their own thing. They don't want to work for other people. Like, do you think it's harder now or like easier now than ever? I think, I think having social media and then also having your own business and being an entrepreneur don't have to be the same thing. So Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to have a following to start your own business. And I think sometimes people see not having um, a following or something as an obstacle. So I think that even if you're working a traditional job, you can start something on the side and it can be about whatever you're passionate about. So maybe don't quit your job right away, but have that as a little side hustle. And of course, if you do have a following, I think that is always a benefit because you have a built-in audience for your product or whatever Mm. it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're going to probably release this episode um, right after the new year, like January, mm-hmm. early January. What would you say to people that, you know, like what what are your personal goals for 2020 and how do you, uh, you know, write those out and decide on those goals? Because yes. there's a lot of decision making happening. I think setting goals is like the number one thing, mm-hmm. because if you don't have it laid out in front of you, you don't really know where you're going. And I think so many people, I don't know if it's people our age or just people in general, kind of get lost and caught up in the day-to-day. And of course, that makes sense. Like, it's easy to see just the day in front of you. You know, you just have to, like, get through the things that you have to do. So then you kind of get stuck and you don't really have – you don't really know where you're going. So for me, for 2020 – um, do you want me to talk about like my yeah, goals? Girl. Okay. <laughs> so actually I literally started journaling because of you. Cause no of, yeah. Cause of, I think I was listening to your podcast, just talking about your morning routine and stuff. And I was like, I'm not doing that every morning and I need to. Mm-hmm. So I started at least just listing my goals. And when I, when I goal set, I have big goals and then smaller steps, um, that I can take every day to get there. So I kind of will pick one and then choose like a smaller little goal that I can do that day. So I do that in the morning. And um, my main goals for next year, I kind of, I want to work more on my own businesses. So I have a clothing company that's coming out. 
hopefully it's been like the biggest work in progress. I actually got a timeline today, which is so, Ooh, I feel so relieved. Like the timeline. <laughs> so hopefully I'll have my first samples by um, end of January, which wow. is great. That's so amazing. it'll be so cool to see it and like try the stuff on and like have it materialize. It's, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Um, and then I want to get more into social media and creating content. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of talked about my um, background last time, but my siblings have a big social media following. So I kind of was blessed with this audience that I didn't have to build up from the bottom, like from having a small, like a, a couple hundred followers. So I want to capitalize on that mm-hmm. a little bit more and build on, build out that audience and I think a good way to do that is by making YouTube videos. I know I've said that I don't like YouTube, but um, I think I should start making videos. And it doesn't have to be like a traditional sit-down video, um, but I want to like do little vlogs and stuff. And then, of course, get out of your comfort zone, yes. girl. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's always good to mm-hmm. do something that makes you a little uncomfortable or something that you don't think is perfectly right for you. And then the podcast, of course. So I want to work on those social media platforms and keep building it out. And I don't know. I think you kind of learn what you want to do by trying things like that. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. it seems like you already have your goals for 2020. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's always ongoing. Like, it's not like January 1st, I'm resetting anything. Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in that mentality. I kind of try to do that every month or every few months. Yeah. I love that. Just like know where you are at and where you're going. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I completely agree. You Mm -hmm. know, the people that decide on their goals January 1st and that's the only time out of the year that they actually focus on that and and put pen to paper and actually Mm -hmm. decide on what they want out of life once a year. You know, it's just so short lived, I think, too. So I've I've been there. I've done the New Year's resolutions. And you've probably forgot about them by like January 4th. January 5th, you know? You know, there's a statistic like gym memberships obviously skyrocket January 1st and by like February 1st, like more than 70% of the people cancel their memberships or something. That's funny. And it's true though. Like if you go to a workout January 1st, like I kind of dread that actually Mm because there's so many new people and it's so busy. Yeah. And I'm like, great. I have to sign up like two weeks in advance for this class. Um, And then, but like mid-January, there's no one there. Yeah. It's like back to normal. So obviously to, you know, not be that average person that cancels and, Mm -hmm. you know, stops their goals in the middle of January, I think, you know, what Maddie and I do is so important doing the goals every month. And I'm telling you, I didn't used to do that. And I used to be that person that had January 1st goals and forgot about them by February. So I'm not saying that like I'm on a pedestal, but I've changed that. And yeah, definitely not. It's changed my life, right? So, you know, having that consistent um, you know, just awareness, I think. I think it's awareness, you know, just For being sure. aware of your goals, just having them in like the forefront of your brain, your goals. Which is why the morning routine is so important. Totally. And I think for people that are our age, that's a number, my number one tip that I could give them is know where you want to go and then also remind yourself regularly how you can get there. Because mm. so many people, I get it. If you're working all day and you want to get to the gym, you want to do all these different things, you don't really have time to 
sit down and goal set and journal for two hours, like I totally get it. Mm. But I think just by writing out a few goals every day, you can really help yourself. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I I completely agree. And it's it's more about awareness than anything because you know, this is what I always say, like you know that feeling that you get on January 1st after you've written out all your goals and you're like super pumped. Mm -hmm. And you know that feeling you get and you're like, there's no way that I'm not (laughs) getting these done. There's just like I'm too motivated. There's no way that I'm failing Mm -hmm. and then that feeling fades right and it's like how do you prevent that it's by having habits in place or or you know ingraining habits that you do every single day that bring you back to that like really excited mentality and that you know to us is is a morning routine you could have a nighttime routine too if Mm -hmm. that sets you up but I think mornings are the most powerful time of the day yeah I think whatever you need to do to get that and get your goals at the front of your brain yeah or else they kind of just will fade yeah you forget about them your your day just will pass you by and Mm -hmm. there's so many other things that are grabbing your attention i think Mm -hmm. and everyone has to deal with that but it's hard to get out of the place that you're in if you don't have like a roadmap yeah so you know it's so much more simple than people think it is and i know it's more complicated success is complicated but like the steps together it's like decide on what you want number one Figure out how to get there, number two. You know, maybe have some people you look up to or mentors that you look up to and see how they did it to also make sure your strategy is right because that's Mm -hmm. important. You're in the right direction. And then do something every day to execute it, right? And it doesn't have to be like a massive action at first, I don't think. I think people have unrealistic expectations of, okay, this in this month I'm going to create this business. And it doesn't have to be that, especially – I think we both know that starting a business or being an entrepreneur takes a lot of your own investment. So whether it's time or money, so it can be little bits that add up to Mm -hmm. a big thing at the end, but it doesn't need to be like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and do this. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. I I think that a lot of people that just make huge, almost unrealistic goals for such a short period of time, Mm -hmm. it's almost like self-sabotage because I think like subconsciously they know that it's not going to happen. So I don't know. It's just like it just you're hurting yourself because I've seen it with people in my life that I've been close to. They're like, oh, I can, you know, I'm only going to do this when, you know, I have like a half a million dollar investment to my business or I'm only going to do this when I'm ready or when I have that connection or when this. It's like, no, like no more whens. Like create that when Mm -hmm. and like don't just wait for it and like do it or start small so you don't need that big investment so you don't need that connection. Yeah, I think for people our age, like in their early to mid-20s, sometimes you do need to start small. Yeah, Because you can't, like most people don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars that they can invest into a business. I, I get it. Unless you have someone that can help you out with that, I think it's always better to start it. Maybe it's your side hustle at first. So that's kind of what I tell my friends when they ask me, like, yeah. what should I do so I um, don't have to work a corporate job forever? I'm like, figure out what you love and try to f- to see how you can make that your business. But you don't have to quit your job this mm-hmm. week or this month. I think also having a job can teach you a lot. So it's like when you can max – you should max out what you can learn at that job and then take what you've learned and do it better and do it on your own Mm. if that's something that you're interested in. Yeah, you're so right because like obviously it's so motivating to say, no, like drop everything now and just do it. But like it depends on what you're passionate about, right? Like, you know, if you're passionate about – 
uh, property development. Like, in, you need to learn about that before you get an investment mm-hmm. of millions of dollars to, you know, do a property de- development job, you know? So you you need to learn all of the tricks of the trade and, like, really just, just like, submerse yourself into that knowledge. And the best way to do that is not by studying a book. It's by actually mm-hmm. being in that industry and, like, working in that industry. Um, so, like, if you want to be an interior designer, like, go shadow someone. Exactly. Like, look up who's the best interior designer that you look up to the most. And, like, even, like, if, if that's what I wanted to do, I would even, like, ask them, like, hey, like, do you need any help? And, like, if they say no, be like, okay, can I, like, shadow you for one day a week and I'll do it for free and I'll help you out with things? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. You'll learn so much. So much. And you can take – from that and then do it on your own or figure out where their problems are and solve those problems Mm. and do it better you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah and I think it's like a pretty all-encompassing thing like so many people think like oh okay great I'm so motivated after listening to this episode and then they go back to their everyday habits Mm -hmm. that are so draining and I've experienced this as well and that's why I'm aware of this is that like you can be motivated as hell and then go back to your everyday habits and then like lose that momentum right so I think that's where the goal setting comes in yeah or just having awareness because, yeah, you're so right. You go back to those habits. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about, it's all about your daily habits. Mm. It's the small things that you don't think really matter. That matter. Yeah, because those are the things that you do so often and yeah. you're comfortable with. And I think a main thing for people that are doing something new, they're like, this doesn't feel right. This is really uncomfortable. And it's like, yeah, of course it's uncomfortable because you're changing up your routine. So that's kind of something I've tried to focus on now. I'm like, where are the points in my life where I can get uncomfortable and do things that I don't normally do? Or what are the habits that are kind of holding me, holding me back that I could change up? And what are those habits, if you don't mind sharing? I'm trying to think. I was just writing these out yeah. recently. I think making excuses or oh, yeah, if I same. don't want to do a workout, I'll just like not go. I'll mm-hmm. cancel it and I'll stay home. If I um, stay home and wear my sweatpants all day, I feel terrible and I just have a bad day. Like, I don't want to have any more bad days. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, zero productivity, didn't work out, didn't do anything. Like, I just feel bad about myself. So I don't really want to have those days anymore. Yeah. You feel happier when you're doing Mm -hmm. shit. It's like so many people think like, oh, I want to be successful so that I can like go live in a vacation home and like sit by the beach all day and watch Netflix whenever I want. But it's like, no, like, you know, you're not going to be happy when that like we're human beings like we yeah. want to evolve and grow. That's like our actual like primal instinct is to grow and to evolve and better ourselves. Yeah, I think it's a certain type of personality, too, that, you know, like yeah. these type of people that are successful are the ones that have purpose in being productive. And if that's you, then, yeah, you don't want to sit at home all day. It makes yeah. you feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I think those it's are so the true. things I'm trying to really change up. Yeah. It's, it's like so a work true. in progress, too. I don't think you can ever be 100% mm-hmm. the best person that you can be, but it's something to think about every day. It's so true, too. Like, we were doing an interview with David Meltzer the other day, and he's, like, a huge businessman. And he was even saying, like, listen, like, as many times as, as you – can tell yourself like, oh, like, you know, get back into tune with like your your truest best self. It's like even at the point that he's at in his life, he's like probably even tonight after we leave this podcast, like I will probably go back to like a negative mentality or, or way of thinking and then like try to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like nobody's perfect, even the most successful people in the world, like they go through this as well. And, you know, obviously I talk about the bounce back rate thing on my podcast a lot, but it's like, it's just so true with everything. It's like with habits, with body, with career, with everything. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not about 
how many times you fuck up. It's about how fast your bounce back rate is. Because like, you know, okay, yes, it's about how many times you fuck up, but it's more about the bounce back rate because you don't get hard on yourself. You're like, you know what to do now. It's like the whole, the worst thing in the world is getting into that hole right? It's the whole of like, oh, I had a cookie. Might as well have the entire freaking bag. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of just did that earlier. So no one's perfect. But listen, time of the month. So whatever. Um, That's funny. Yeah. But no, it's true, though. It's like the bounce back rate. So now, like, I'm aware that I, yes, there are healthy, organic, gluten-free cookies, whatever, and they were delicious. But now it's like, okay, like, what does my body need? Maybe later tonight I have like a nice like soup or like Mm. a salad and something more nourishing, like the bounce back rate. So maybe old Mimi would have been like oh like I've kind of just like eaten too many sweets like I might as well like not eat well the rest of the day because I've already messed up the day and it's like no 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 no. it doesn't work that way yeah I think something I've realized recently is you being hard on yourself like overly hard on yourself Mm -hmm. and all that negative self-talk does not hurt anyone except for you. Mm. So why are you really doing it? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't affect anyone except for you and it's just hurting you. So by saying like you're whatever, you had a terrible day, like being so hard on yourself, then you feel worse about yourself and it's harder to get out of that place. Totally. Whereas if you have a positive mindset, it's easier to bounce back. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, think about it. It's like why do we want all these things. It's to be happy. We want to have an amazing career and make a lot of money and have an epic, healthy body and have amazing relationships. Like to be happy. I think as humans, we just complicate things so much. And we're, you know, we we think, oh, we have to be, you know, negative towards ourselves because then it motivates us to do better. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Like, it's not even motivating. It's though. not. Just I be know. happy and like love yourself and treat yourself with love. Like it all goes back to love, right? Yeah. You're not going to be lazy and procrastinate and watch Netflix if you have a really big thing to do for your side hustle or for your work that you, that you value as a person. Because it's like, if you love yourself, you wouldn't be so Mm self-deprecating if you love yourself you're not gonna binge on something unhealthy and you're not gonna tell yourself you look gross and fat or whatever and you Mm -hmm. know it just goes back to the self-love thing yeah and it still gets you to the same place i think you're still motivating yourself but it's from a way better perspective Mm -hmm. which is positivity instead of negativity yeah 100 100 percent. yeah so with the habits like what are some of the best habits that you've or you're trying to or have taken on into your life that have really changed things? I think the number one habit um, is making plans or scheduling things for myself and following through with them. Mm. That's something I've really tried to be focused on recently because it makes you feel so good about yourself. I don't know why. No, I know why. Do you know what Ed Milet <laughs> says? We did a podcast with him the other day. He says that to gain self-confidence, self-confidence is just keeping promises to yourself. Yeah, I totally Self-con- agree. Yeah. And if you don't keep promises to yourself, you you lose confidence. And it makes you feel so bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And confidence <laughs> is happiness. Yeah, yeah. Confidence so that's like the self-love. number one thing for me. Is yeah, keeping if promises. If I schedule like the workout thing, if I schedule a workout, I have to go. It doesn't matter how I feel. Yeah. If I don't want to go, I just force myself to go. Mm-hmm. And then after, you obviously feel so much better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, number one is definitely that. Keeping promises to yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Some of my goals for 2020 is waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. I did it for a while in I've heard you say that. Oh, yeah. I did it for like six months this year, the first half of the year. It was 
amazing. I was incredibly productive. Wow. And then summer came and I made more excuses for myself and I was traveling a lot and it wasn't as easy moving around a lot. And with, you know, in the summer it gets dark a lot later and you're going out mm-hmm. for late dinners with yeah. friends and you're a bit more social and, um, you know, over anything I value my eight hours of sleep, right? Because I think that's for health, that's like – So what time do you have to go to bed to get those? Nine. Yeah, that's tricky if you're trying to balance like a social schedule. I guess if you – say if you just had dinners out on the weekend or something. I know. That's it, right? That's like a good balance. I have a friend who um, he does the 5 a.m. thing mm-hmm. every day during the week. And then the two days on the weekend, he does whatever. Yeah, that's smart. I think even if I try to wake up at like – I'm not at 5 a.m. Yeah. yet, but like 7. Yeah. I get so much more done and I feel so good about myself because it's like 10 a.m. and you've already done all your emails or whatever it is that you do first thing in the morning. You can do your journaling or your goals. And I think also for people that say like, oh, I don't have time to do that. You can literally wake up 30 minutes earlier. Yeah, and do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, the excuses thing. Yeah. Such BS. I know. Another habit is trying not to make excuses Mm. because there's no reason to. Like, You're lying to yourself. If you want to do something, you'll get it done. Yeah. Zero excuse. Just lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's so true. Are there healthy habits? Like, what about, like, because I know we talk about health a lot and food yeah. and eating. What, yeah. what what are your goals with that? Like, what, how do you want to eat? Like, the ideal superwoman Maddie. Yes. How does she treat her body? What kind of movement does she do? Like, how does she, what does she eat? How does, what? who is she? I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I find health and fitness very confusing. Mm-hmm. As someone who is very interested in it, I like to listen to podcasts and watch YouTube videos and whatever. And there's so much conflicting information. So I think you kind of have to go back to what you what makes you feel good and what you think really is the best for you because I think only you know the best. You can't really follow somebody else's diet plan or their workout plan. Um, for me, it is – I eat mostly plant-based. I don't eat meat at all and I eat fish only sometimes. And then I'm trying to avoid dairy because it's just unnecessary. And addictive. Yeah. Like, it's so addictive. I'm a dessert person, so I mm. love, like, chocolate and whatever. But you can get different, like, mm-hmm. alternatives, whatever. So um, yeah, I'm just trying to eat, like, more whole foods. I think it's easy and easy and addictive. Like, processed foods are so addictive. So when you start eating them, it's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. And then for working out um, – I am doing less high intensity workouts. I used to be a big Barry's boot camp person and I do like it sometimes because I think it makes you feel really good. It's like a big endorphin rush. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do a lot of Pilates now and a lot of walking too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're similar in that way. We do the same kind of workouts. Yeah. I agree. Um, you know, everyone on this podcast knows my history with work, working out, but I was mm-hmm. doing like really intense like weights and like hit yeah. and cardio and this and this and this last year and like, it just wasn't working for my body. I think it totally depends on your body type. Yeah, Because we're both, like, shorter, you know, like, s- petite people. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we need to be lifting heavy weights. No. And, but yeah. s- for certain people, it's amazing for them. It depends on what goals you want for your body as mm-hmm. well. I know both of us, like, we build muscle on our legs really quickly. Yes. We were talking about this. And for my – for the aesthetic that I want to physically, you know, look like, I, I don't want – bigger legs i want like more lean and toned mm-hmm. and then like maybe a little perky butt and tight it's always abs. nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i think for sure like the weights like doing like deadlifts and heavy yeah. squats are just like not 
something I'm into anymore. I love Pilates though. It's like the perfect balance of so lengthening, toning, and a little bit of cardio. Yeah. And if you mix in the walking, I love walking. We love walking, especially in LA because it's so beautiful. Oh my god! And there's so much to do. Like we went on a little hike. It was so nice. We went to the Runyon Canyon. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. And then another thing I think that works really well is intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, again, not for everyone, not like general advice, but I like doing it. It makes me feel good. And I'm not really hungry in the morning anyway. So I tried just to wait till like 11 or 12 to Do you have, have coffee breakfast. in the morning? Yes. I know you're supposed to have black coffee, yeah. but I, I depend, like it depends on the type of coffee. Like if I have iced coffee, I can do it. Sometimes like a hot coffee, I need a little almond milk. Yeah. But that's what I do too when I fast. I don't think it really, that's like the main thing that's going to get you. Yeah. You can have a little bit of almond milk in your coffee. Yeah. Do you still do Bulletproof? Uh, Not that much anymore, just because honestly, when I was making it, I liked to do it at home. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like to go get it out because they put way too much oil, like when you buy it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, they put like two tablespoons of like, like a tablespoon of butter and a tablespoon of oil. It's like when I made it at home, I would do like a quarter teaspoon of like oh, coconut oil. Okay. I do like a little bit just to keep it frothy and but I wouldn't do like so much because it actually hurt my stomach if it was too it much really oil. It really upsets my stomach. Yeah. Okay. I don't maybe do it that that's much why. Anymore. Yeah. It's a, just a lot and I, I love Bulletproof. Like I, I love like the concept of like the whole way of eating and everything like the whole Dave Asprey thing but mm-hmm. I, I go through phases, you know, like I I think kind it's of, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Then. You know, you kind of have to adapt to how you're feeling. But I've noticed I've been eating more sugar lately like mm-hmm. a bit more carby stuff like you know i had like a wrap this morning and like having these like you know vegan cookies and like just like maybe a bit more like banana my smoothie or whatever and like that's just because i've wanted it and that's fine but i've been getting really tired oh, that's like interesting. throughout the day and i haven't been feeling my best so i think when i'm done you know my traveling i'm, I'm leaving on monday and you know la is just like i want to eat everything and everything yeah here, right yeah. like um but I, I think when I'm back in, in Toronto for the holidays for a few weeks, I'm just going to get back to, like, a pretty, like, clean, kind of cleansy vibe of just, like, simple food. Because I think, yeah. like, here I've just wanted to, like, try everything. Because, yes, it's all healthy. And, like, going to Erewhon and going mm-hmm. to all, like, the yummy restaurants and stuff. Like, because it's a, like, interesting food, I just want to try all the interesting stuff. And I for don't want to sure. just, like, stay with, like, a baked sweet potato and some, like, yeah. you know, tofu or whatever. Like, I, I want to – try everything so i'm allowing myself to do that and it's you have fine. to live your life you gotta know? live my life you don't want to go home and be like oh i didn't even experience la oh i, I didn't ex- go to i've Erewhon. experienced every food at Air- i've experienced every <laughs> kelp noodle flavor there oh. is <laughs> don't get me started on the pesto kelp noodles they're so good the alfredo ones though oh Alf- like, okay fine okay which ones but the pad thai ones i haven't had those are you kidding no i haven't had them <laughs> okay maybe after this we can go to air one and get the pad thai yeah noodles. i need to go to air one yeah, Let's I'm obsessed. Go. We'll get Ben to drive us. We've gone every day. Oh my god, I love that. It's sick. It's I love sickening. that Ben likes it too. I know he loves it. He loves it. Oh, got a keeper. Uh, oh, you know what? Since this is my first time in LA, and like so many of these listeners are based in the UK, like mm. should we talk about what LA is like? Yeah, let's do it. Because it's my first time. You've been here for a while. Yep. Like I'll tell you my first impression, yes. and then you tell me what what yours was. Okay. Okay. Go so, for it. I obviously got here last week and and because it's my first time ever being in LA, which is like pretty 
crazy. Like, crazy. how is it my first time ever here? And because I've followed so many people like on social media and stuff that have shown like all the food at the grocery stores and all like the different stores and places to go here and stuff. Like I, I always had like an idea of what it would be like and mm-hmm. seeing it in movies and all that stuff. So being here has been exactly what I expected, even maybe a little bit better, to be honest with oh, you. Interesting. Yeah. And um, so like the city itself, I, I was like really – I completely and nothing shocked me but then like the thing that I thought was so cool is like driving down the road and like seeing like creation and like Cafe <laughs> Gratitude and like Erewhon like all these places that I saw on social media for so long and I'm like I need to go there mm-hmm. and it was all so good but you know the one thing that I was expecting is like I, I know you know I haven't been here too long and I haven't explored too much but like I was expecting a lot more like fake looking people and i know there are a lot of them here there are a lot of them here but like you walk down the road and like most people look normal yeah i would say the same thing yeah maybe i'm just going to the wrong places but (laughs) no i think most people do look normal yeah i think the only people that don't are older people and i think it's because it's sunny every day here Mm -hmm. so a lot of them have worked it on their face because you age a lot quicker Mm. my mom said she noticed that when she my mom yeah. used to live here all the time. And she's like, yeah, people's skin ages much faster because compared to Toronto, the sun comes out so much more. Yeah, that's so true. You have to wear sunscreen and a hat and stuff. For some reason, and maybe, again, I'm just going to the wrong places, but for some reason, I always thought coming to L.A., there there would be so many, like, attractive people walking around mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And, like, I haven't seen, like – an overwhelming amount. <laughs> the, the only time I I'm just like being honest, <laughs> so honest. I love it. Um, the only time I would say is if I if you go out like at night, people our age, I'm like, oh my god, everyone's so pretty. Oh, okay, it's when you yeah. go out. They all come out at night. Yes, good thing like, I don't go out. My, my confidence will stay intact. I don't go out. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. No, but you're. Do you have stunning. any other impressions? Oh my gosh. Um. The people are are nicer than I thought. Okay. Like, well, again, this is just me being here for like a handful of days. Um, Like you're in line for somewhere and someone's like trying to help you out or, you know, I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I really do. And the people that I've met and maybe again, because we've been on a podcast tour, I've met so many great people and I've been able to sit down with them and actually have real conversations with them. But I feel like. I really like the people that I've spoken to and um, Mm -hmm. like I can tell there are a lot of fake people, but I would just like not want to be around that. Yeah. There's a lot of people here. So it just like depends Depends who who you you hang hang out with. I think what's really cool is there's a lot of young people that are doing really amazing things. Mm -hmm. So you can meet people that you kind of can, you vibe with more. You have the same type of mentality about things or the same things going on where if you're from a smaller town or even Toronto, I don't think people have the same mindset sometimes, especially when you're young, like in mm-hmm. your early 20s. Um, but yeah, people are generally pretty nice, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think people are very open here. So yeah. there's not – I think in bigger cities like New York or even Toronto, everyone's very conservative. Yeah. And in LA, you can kind of do whatever you want. You can yeah. wear what you want. No one really judges you. You can vlog in public, have your camera out. Like, no one cares. Yeah, that's what I like. I, yeah. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Yeah, there's less judgment than, I think, in, like, more business-minded cities uh-huh. because uh-huh. it's, like, there's a lot of entertainers here. So yeah. kind of out-of-the-box people, which is cool. Where do you want to end up? I don't know. It's so hard to say. Like, I literally have no concept of where my life is going. 
like long term, like where I'll live, for example. Me too. I think probably here. I'm waiting for my green card. Yes. <laughs> so um, realistically, I think I'll end up here because my family is going to move here, I yeah. think. Um, but I don't know. I don't really feel an attachment to Toronto, which... Neither. Yeah, I was going to say We that. both... I think you agree. Yeah, we both... For you guys that don't know, Maddie and I are both obviously from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't... I would never live there. Yeah. I, like, I wouldn't say I would never live there, um, but I don't feel... I don't miss it. Like, I want to go home. Mm. Whereas my sister, uh, my 21-year-old sister, loves Toronto and doesn't really like living here, doesn't mm-hmm. want to be here full-time. So I think certain people just have an attachment to different cities. Yeah. I just think LA has so much opportunity. Totally. But it's kind of a place where people want to eventually leave. Yeah. I I felt that for sure. Mm -hmm. Somewhere that you kind of use in your 20s and then. Yeah. Like you grind it out. There's a lot of hustle culture here. And then you leave and go relax somewhere. But it could be somewhere else in California. Yeah. Because outside of LA, I think you went to Laguna. Yeah, I went to Laguna. It's so beautiful. Like, I would love to end up somewhere there. Maybe, like, somewhere else in California. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, this has been such a great episode. We talked about motivation and 2020 and goals and habit changing and not having it all figured out, but trying our best. Trying your best, for sure. And that's just (laughs) how it is, you know, early 20s. And you just got to – this is the time of our lives where we just got to take risks and be ourselves and, you know – I don't want to ever wake up when I'm in my 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s or, you know, whenever and look back and think, I wish I took more risks. Mm-hmm. I know. Because the what if kills me. Yeah. I think – I don't even know if this is like a bad thing to say, but one of my biggest fears is being average, like living an average life and just – That's my fear too. Is that like a bad biggest no, fear? I don't know. I get so much hate when I'm like on the podcast or mostly on the Instagram because uh, on the Instagram, I'm so old <laughs> on my Instagram. Um, you know, when I say like average is like negative, it's a bad thing. Like I get some hate comments being like, no, like average. Like it's from average people, obviously. But <laughs> like I, I'm being honest, like I'm so against the word average because and not because I, I think I'm better than anyone else. No, no, no. no. Because averaged in today's world is overweight, unhappy, mm. anxiety-ridden, um, depressed, and negative. Yeah. And if the average of the world was happy and positive and you know fulfilled, then I would want to be average. But I'm the average person is not that. Yeah, and right. you know, there's kind of a good thing about that. And the only good thing I can think of, because I try to see the positive, is. There is, you know, less competition at the top, I guess, because most yeah. people don't want to work for it. And, you know, if you've made it this far in the podcast and if if you listen to this podcast, like, I'd like to think that you have that inside of you, like that mm-hmm. fire. And, you yeah. know, you're one of those those non-average yeah. want to live an amazing lifers. Yeah, I think even by wanting to get to a better place, it puts you above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly – you don't need By to be – not being content. Exactly. You don't need to be like this super like crazy successful like, you know, perfect this, this, this person. Mm-hmm. It's like just be better than average always. Yeah, work on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think by doing that you can become – well, you are above average and you can become successful. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So, Maddie, where can everyone find you on Instagram? My Instagram is at Maddie Orlando. And my sister Lauren and I have a podcast, and it's called. Oops, sorry. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Can we say that again? Yeah, 
<laughs> and my sister Lauren and I have a podcast. It's called The Sister Diary. Go check it out. And listen to our episode with Mimi. It was great. Yeah, it was so good. Yay! Thank you. That was so good.